The problem is you're thinking way too short term. You're frustrated because you're not getting the result you want. You're thinking, but I put in all this effort. And I'm thinking, yeah, but your focus and your expectations are all wrong. You're thinking way too short term. And if you don't adjust the way you're thinking, you're going to experience what every other person who is stuck in the muck of stagnation suffers. And that is you're going to surrender and go nowhere. Let's talk about short term versus long term focus in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. It is so good to have you listening to this episode. I appreciate so much. I'm grateful for you spending a few minutes of your busy, busy life with me. And I hope that 10 minutes from now, you're going you're gonna to think, gosh, he's telling me some things. He's giving me some ideas. He's sharing some experiences that are helping me, helping me more effectively lead others and become who I'm trying to be. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executives of some of the world's largest companies. You can find out more about our firm, what we do with the leadership teams that we work with across industries and around the world at LoneRockConsulting.com. You can transform your ability to lead others, experience the future of leadership development. Events never lead to traction. Online courses are boring and lonely. We've built the future of leadership development. You can find it at at, uh, LeadIn30, LeadIn30.com. Okay, I've got, uh, this is, this is a, if I look at, you know, some of the consistent themes in this podcast over the last four years, the 209 episodes that we've done, but who's counting, um, this would be a, a theme I probably hit every four to six to 12 months, whatever it is. I don't know what the cadence is. And it's because it's so stinking hard to keep this kind of focus. And I'm, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories to make the point, and then, um, and then I'll uh, bring some additional clarity to the principle and give you some things to think about you, that you might consider doing in the next few days um, as a leader and with your team. Okay, the first story. When I first got into the consulting business, and a lot of you know the story about that. You know, I was recruited to join this. I never viewed myself as... So somebody who would uh, travel the world and, and consult executives of Amazon or Walmart or Signa or Lockheed Martin, or the list goes on and on. Right. And, um, and ne- never in my life would I've imagined that. And, and so then I got recruited and I thought, you know what, let's go for it. And people around me, my wife, friends, um, peers of mine said, we think you've got it. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a stab at it. And I, I was telling this story to my oldest son the other day, and he was like, oh, dad, I didn't know all those details. And I, that's because at the age he was at, when I was going through those things, you know, he didn't really, he, that wasn't on his radar, right? At his age, uh, he, that wouldn't have been a focus of his. But now as he's in college and 
thinking about his career and education and all of that, you know, it, 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 it's, it's interesting and relevant to him. Here's the story. So in that first year that I worked at the consulting firm that I was recruited by, I made less money than I made the year before I joined that company. And I knew that that was going to happen. The opportunity for learning for growth outweighed the opportunity for short-term compensation. And I was all over that. I was totally, I mean, who wants to make less money this year than last year? Nobody. But sometimes we have to be more, well, actually not sometimes it just pays off to have a longer term focus than a shorter term focus. That's really, that's really my point in this episode is you're, you are doing the same thing I'm doing. We're all doing it. We are, we are constantly being trapped in this short term thinking and it's ticking us off. It's frustrating. It's killing our morale and our motivation. It's leading to frustration and all of those emotions. What are they, what, what behavior do they generate? stagnation, like nothing complacency. And, and so then we just kind of sit here and give up. We throw in the towel and, 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 and that's not good. So, so in that first year, I was watching other people that I worked with who were traveling less than I was, who were, I thought working not as hard as I was make gobs more money than I was. They were buying other homes. They were doing massive renovations. They were, I mean, you all, I would give you the figures, but I shouldn't. I mean, it's not a little difference in compensation. We're talking about significant differences, massive differences, totally different lifestyles. And we had the same title. We had the same job. How demoralizing is that? He or she or they are, are doing that, and I'm getting this? And by the way, they're not on the road as much as I am, and I'm out here in my first three, six, nine months, staying up till literally no exaggeration, two or three in the morning, studying like I'm in college, cramming these reams of paper that the firm gave me, memorize this stuff, we're going to test you on it, you need to have competency in, in, in this material, in our intellectual property. And then I would go into these sessions, you know, our, we'd, we'd send a team off to XYZ Corporation. You'd recognize the names of all these companies, whether they're in retail space or restaurants or manufacturing or whatever they're in. And we, we'd go into these companies, be with senior executives, and I'm in the back of the room. And I'm like the minion. I'm the, I'm the dude that's like, hey, would you mind... Um, going and finding uh, a dry erase uh, marker so we could use. I'm like, no, I'd actually like to run the, me- <laughs> the meeting, right? And, and, and so, and, and there, my colleagues, uh, they, like their level of competency and confidence and wisdom and experience was awesome, impressive. They should have been at the front of the room. But it was frustrating to me because I'm thinking, why didn't I think about what they just said? Why don't I know where to go with this meeting over the next two hours? Why didn't I think about that in, you know, whatever it was. And I just felt this massive difference between their capability and mine. And if I had given up, surrendered to short term focus, 
short-term metrics, short-term results, it would have destroyed me. And I would have left that firm. I would have given up working on those teams. I would have left that industry in a heartbeat. But something else happened. I instead tried to get super strategic. And so I thought, you know what? The actual, what's going to be most beneficial for me is to be surround, to work with the best people in our company. So who are they? Who's like on the biggest accounts? Who's at the top of the dashboard? Who is, who is really seem to know what they seem to know what they're doing. And I'm going to call them. I'm going to text them. I'm going to, I'm going to interact with them and I'm going to ask them, Hey, do you need any help on that account or that account or with this or with that? And by the way, I don't even, I don't even need a big part of the split, which is what we would call it. So I don't need a ton of compensation or, 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 or uh, commission off of that project. I just want to be involved. And so I, and they'd be like, Oh, well, yeah, it'd be great to have you. Can you do that meeting and that meeting? Well, yeah, I've got this event. I was, I was hoping to be home that weekend. Okay, I'll go. Oh yeah. I really like, I've been on the road three days that week. I really don't want to be on the road on a Friday and fly home late Friday night, but I'll do it. Oh, I really don't want to go to Singapore after being in Washington, D.C. and flying for like 24 hours, but I'll do it. And it's interesting, you all, because one of the great frustrations I experienced in the first year or two at that firm is there were people who were hired at the same time or before me who were looking at the teams that I was on, the accounts I was being added to and the the work I was doing, and they became resentful. And some of them, I can talk a little bit more openly about this now that years have passed. There's some time now between then and, and, and now, but they, they claimed that I was given preferential treatment. Oh, Russ came into the firm and you all treated him differently. Like some people actually like it. That was a real thing. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to go into any more details than that, but it was serious. They didn't just kind of say that off the top of their breath. Like, they pursued that line of thinking. Russ was treated differently. The company did things for him. No, that's absolutely not true. It's a complete lie. What happened was I worked my freaking butt off. I gave up comp- short-term compensation. I was willing to go anywhere, whenever, whatever. I was staying up till three o'clock in the morning in the hotel room, studying the material. I was willing when the team said, hey, Russ, would you go to the front of the room and run this meeting for the next few hours? And I'm thinking, I don't have a clue what to do. And I'm I, 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 I like, no, I feel intimidated. I'm anxious about it, but okay, I'll do it. Yep, I'm on it. Like all those thoughts I wouldn't say out loud. I would just think, holy crap, no, I don't think I have what it takes right now. But yeah, I'm on it, which is exactly what got me going in the media career. That's why I was doing live TV reports at 18 years old. Because when the TV news director, or fast forward to after my the mission I served for my church, and now I'm in working in Salt Lake City, and I volunteer for a Saturday shift because I knew that they needed people at the TV station to fill in. They didn't have enough people that wanted to work a Saturday or Sunday shift. I wanted to be on television, but I was 21 years old, had never gone to college, didn't have an education in that, but I'd worked in the radio news business. So I volunteered for the Saturday shift and the news director came to me one Saturday after months and months and months of not being asked to work those shifts and keep volunteering. Then he came to me and he said, Hey Russ, could you work this Saturday? 
I went, absolutely, for sure. Yep, I'll be here. What time do you need me here? I need you here at this time. Okay, great. You know what he never asked me? Do you know how to do TV reporting? He never asked me that. He asked me, okay, you volunteered for it. I've seen you around here. I built a relationship with this guy and his leadership team. And so then guess what happened? Like I freaked out like, oh crap, I have to be, um, I have to do this like a live report. And so there's some anxiety. I'm 21 years old, you all. So I drive into the TV station on Saturday morning in downtown Salt Lake, KSL. And I, I, I meet with, um, it, the, the, the short version of the story is I get this assignment. Hey, will you go cover this? Okay. Yep. I'll go do that. I get in the news truck with the photographer who I'm 21, he's like 55, maybe 60. And I say to him, I don't know, like I'm new to this. So I I know how to ask questions and how to interview. I I know how to report. I just don't know the television side of it. So you're in charge. So you just tell me what to do. I'll follow your lead. You're the expert today. You tell me what to do. And this huge grin appear on his face, like finally, Somebody is going to let me tap into my wisdom, my expertise. Like it was wild. I was, I was so nervous about saying that to him because I thought he's going to think I'm stupid. He's going to like call the TV, like the, the, the newsroom and go like, uh, you sent me out with a 21 year old punk who doesn't know how to do television. No, instead he appreciated the humility. Instead he appreciated my, my willingness to listen to him and let him drive. And I did live reports. Then I got asked to do it again. And then I got promoted. My career took off. So I was willing to pay the dues. The, and, and so I paid a price. The other people weren't working Saturday. Nope. And in the firm, when I joined that, they weren't traveling to Singapore after whatever. They weren't staying up till three o'clock in the morning. They weren't taking whatever project that came their way. They weren't willing to take less split on that project. They weren't. And yet I was given preferential treatment bull. I had a long-term focus. I, I was strategically looking at what are the things I have to do now in order to have long-term gains. Because a year from now, I'm going to be crushing it on the dashboard. I'm going to bring in more revenue for this firm in the second year than anyone in the history of this firm has. First year is going to suck. <laughs> I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay my dues, but then I'm and I'm willing to make less money. But I'm going to crush it in year two. It's why you go to the gym, and the neighbor of yours doesn't, because when you go to the gym or you go running or you work out or whatever it is that you do for well being, it's not going to. You're not going to. You're not going to have the body of champions or be some Greek statue later today, like an hour after you leave the gym or finish running. No, you're not going to look any different. But if you consistently put in the effort, you're playing the long game. You'll see change. You'll see transformation. The problem is that it doesn't come in a day and the results aren't visible in a week and they don't, you don't see them a month later. And so what do we do? We surrender. We give up. We get ticked. Because we've got a short-term focus. Short-term focus leads to short-term motivation. Long-term focus leads to consistency. Leads to paying the price. And so the reason I'm talking about this is because I'm surrounded in life 
in companies, in people that we coach and consult, people that have a short-term focus. And by the way, no shame for having that. It's called human nature, right? It's in your genes. It's in, it's in, it's in the air. It's in the water. That's what everybody has, but you can be different. And so you all just one last story and then I'll, and then one, a, a couple of things for you to think about. Um, this lead in 30 thing that I've been walk, I've been sharing with you, the experience it's taken off. Like I can't give you details, but it's, we've got multiple, multiple, multiple companies that are now using it, training a lot of leaders. And it has, it, I, I, I don't want to get into details. All I can tell you is this product, we, the very first day we launched, it was January 4th. It's not even at the time I'm recording this, it's not even March 4th. So this thing, I, and if I could give you figures and talk about it publicly, you'd be like, wow, that's the kind of results you're getting two months in. Yeah. And that's what it looks like on the outside. But do you know how long I've been thinking about this? Um, three years, two years. Do you know how many hours I've spent studying, paying for using, um, other digital learning products, like so much time and energy, how many books I've read. Do you know how many people I've talked to? Do you know how many conferences I've gone to? Do you know how many, like, do you know how much I've experimented? And because I, because of that long-term focus. So, Everything that I'm doing now, I try to convince our previous firm, hey, we ought to get into this space. Hey, there's this huge, there's this blue ocean. This, and, 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 you know, the, the people defend the status quo. And, and they, 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 I always say that the, the, the defenders of status quo have sharp claws. You felt that, right? You've experienced it. And I, I, I've got plenty of scars to show you where that's been true in my life. But I, that, that, I didn't give up because I didn't have a, I didn't have a short term focus. It wasn't, oh, you know what? I think we should do this. And there seems to be some value to this. Oh, you don't want it. Oh, you don't think we should do it. Oh, you're not going to invest time and energy into it. Oh, I'm just going to give up and just become bitter and go over here in my corner in the fetal position. No. Long term focus, people. It's one of the reasons why our firm is so successful. One of the things I loved when I was recruited to the previous firm I, I worked for is they'd say, go, go fly out. If this company calls and those executives, somebody calls the, 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 the headquarters and says they need help with something, just get on the plane and go to the meeting. Don't even charge them for it. Just have them pay your airfare or whatever. Just go, just go do it. Actually, the firm didn't say that. Some of the most successful people in the firm said that to me. They said, this is one of the secrets. Just get on a plane and go. Well, even if they're not paying, no, just go and then go bring value in those two hours with that executive meeting. Don't sell them anything. Don't give them a proposal. Don't schedule time afterwards to tell them how we, you know, what we charge and what it looks like. Just go bring value and have them tell them you want them to cover your travel. And then at the end of it, get on the plane and come home. And what you're going to notice is. If you bring value and you're listening to them and you're serving the customer and you're really helping them, they're going to drive the sales process. They're going to call you. They're going to pull you aside before you leave the room heading to the airport for the flight home. They're going to say, oh, wait, can you come back in a few weeks? Wait, can, what, wait, what does this look like? Hey, can you give me a proposal? 
long-term focus. The short-term person goes, wait, yeah, okay, you need me when? All right, that will be this amount of money, and I think I might be able to get right. And I need to make a gobs of money in this short period of time. And the customer goes, I don't even know you. Long-term focus. Long-term focus. Do not give in to the bitterness. Don't give in to the demotivating aspects of short-term focus. You're playing the long game here. You're gaining experience. You're gaining wisdom. You're gaining insight. You're, you're experimenting, making mistakes. And, and do you just put in that consistent effort again and you put it in and you're not, you don't, you don't be a clone. Don't be a robot on, you know, on the uh, conveyor belt of, of workers out there doing the same thing every, no, no, no. Don't do the same thing tomorrow that you did yesterday. No, no, no. You're adjusting. You're, you're adjusting and tweaking and you're learning and you're studying and you're talking to lots of people and, and you're, you're experimenting with things and, and you're okay with today you don't get the win but tomorrow you might or it might be a month from now and you so you just adjust right the the last thing i'd say about this is um when when it comes to these these sorts of things is you can't get too high or this kind of focus long-term focus you can't get too high or too low i've worked with people that you know, we have some little win or maybe even some big win. And they suddenly think, woo, we've crushed it. We've arrived. Like I'm all that. And then some, I remember when one of the, the executives I worked with in the media business, the radio station that he oversaw got to the top of the ratings. He was the king. Like everybody wanted to kiss his ring. And then he was fired six months later because guess what happened the next month? The ratings weren't quite as high. And then the next month, ah, they weren't quite that high. We had the, 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 the company had overreacted to his highs just because you're king today. Doesn't mean you're going to be king or queen tomorrow. All right. So I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to, I'm not going to read my own press. When I went out of the media business, when I left the media business, we were at a high. I left on a high. And I, I had no illusions to what was coming three, six, nine, 36 months later. I knew I wouldn't be at the top of that perch forever because you can't, no one's perfect. You're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. You're going to crush it some months and you're not going to deliver jack squat other months. You're going to have an incredible year and you're going to have a miserable year. So I'm not going to get too high on the year, on the top, on, on the, I'm not going to get too high on the highs and I'm not going to let those lows be too low either. I'm just staying steady Eddie in the middle here, right? I'm going to get a little bit excited. I'm going to, I'm going to experience and feel the victories, but I'm not going to think that, okay, we've done it. We're there. We've arrived. And when we have a bad month or a, or a sale doesn't happen or a customer complains or a product launch fails, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go climb in the fetal position. I'm not going to go, you know, think that the world is over, not too high, not too low. Long-term focus. You tracking with me? You all, this is so critical to success. Do not let yourself get caught up in short-term thinking. And you're going to have to fight that every day. Okay? Long-term focus leads to consistency. Short-term focus leads to short-term motivation. That's the difference between you and I and the rest of everybody else out there. We're playing the long game. You got it? Get your team to play the long game too. And it will lead to phenomenal things. So that is 
That's what's on my mind. I hope you're all healthy. I hope you're doing well. If you found value in this episode, do one of two things for me. Number one, hit subscribe, add, follow, whatever the button is. You'll get two new, uh, whatever the button is in your podcast app, you'll get two new episodes every week. And if you're listening in the Apple podcast app, would you leave a review? Like I never ask people to do that. And uh, it'd be great for us to even have some more reviews. I think we're like, like a miserable 20 or 30 or four. I don't even know what it is. Um, but I, I know it's not that many cause I never ask people to do it. And, um, uh, and I guess one last thing, a third thing, if you, if you think there's somebody else who could, um, get value out of hearing this episode, somebody that you're thinking about at work or at home or in the neighborhood or a friend, just share it with them, text them the link to this episode. They'll thank you for it. All right. Hope you're all healthy. Hope you're doing well. I'll talk to you in the next episode.